Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Happy Tuesday! Welcome in to the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totree. got DJ Danielle behind the Mac. Hopefully everybody had a very Merry Christmas or had a Happy Holiday or whatever you guys celebrate. Spend some time with friends, family, and hopefully you separated yourself from the sports world or separated yourself from the Arizona State sports world just for a couple days, right? Because I think everybody needed that. I think when it comes to the holiday season, um, when it comes to Christmas time or, again, anything that anybody celebrates around this time of the year, that you, you do focus all your attention on everything that isn't sports, right? Now, again, I get it. There's NBA Christmas. There's bowl games going on. There's NFL games going on. So I'm sure everybody got their holidays and all that type of stuff, got their their fix of sports. But when it comes to Arizona State, I'll tell you what, man. I enjoyed. I absolutely enjoyed being able to separate myself and take myself out of that conversation, at least temporarily, right? But right now, we're going to get back to it. We're going to get back to talking Arizona State, and we're going to do things a little bit differently on today's show, something we've never done on the PHNX Sun Devil show. We got Donald here. We got LTC. Hit that like button if you're new here. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you enjoy about this podcast. And like I said, you guys are a part of PHNX Sun Devil's history if you are a part of today's show because on today's show, we're going to be recording a time capsule episode, something that we're going to take a look back at 365 days from now and just see where we're at, okay? Because the version of us right now on Tuesday, December 26th, 2023, is going to be a wildly different version than the December 26th, 2024 version of ourselves, the 2020 version of Arizona State football, basketball, and everything in between. Right. So let's let's go ahead and kick it off. Right. And, and for the 2024 version of us, of Sun Devil Nation, of me, of LTC, of Donald. Right. I feel like looking back at this, there's something that you have to remember. 2024 version. It was a rough 2023. OK, the, the quarterback situation with football, obviously several players entering the portal, several players going down with injury, several players not meeting expectations, and then just year one of the Dillingham era, right? Three wins, a three and nine season. You get your first year head coach in here, and it was tough. Now, obviously, hey, look, 
the 2024 version that we're speaking to, you completed that season. That college football season is complete unless Arizona State's playing in a college football playoff game, which, hey, obviously you're crossing your fingers for that. But wherever they're at, wherever that season ended up being, whether it be Sam Leavitt at quarterback or Jaden Rashada at quarterback, just know that the 2023 season was a lot. It was a lot to take in. It was, I think, for Sun Devil Nation, uh, a weird time, right? Because you had the hope, you had the the excitement, and then as the season kind of went on, you didn't really know how to feel, right? Like, in 2023, how many different moments were you up and down with Arizona State football? Now, obviously, basketball is different. We'll get into that in a little bit. But it was such a roller coaster of emotions, I think, in 2023 for ASU football fans because you didn't really know what to expect. You didn't really know how to feel. And remember, like at a certain point, three days before the season even really started, after all the excitement, there was the self-imposed bowl ban. Like It was a, a weird time, and I think the one thing that you can hope for in 2024 is that it was a successfully, like I don't want to say a calm, but it, it was a season off the field that you didn't have to worry about. Right. And if that makes sense, like you don't have to worry about your athletic director getting canned in the middle of the football season. You don't have to worry uh, about, you know, players going down with injury. You don't have to worry about your left tackle or linebackers entering the portal midway through the season. You don't have to worry about players not necessarily understanding the scheme defensively or offensively early on in, in year one of a new head coach. Right. That's something that we experienced in 2023 with ASU football and something that you hope as 2024 has gone on with the football team, it's not something you experience. Now, a fun part of the fact that we're doing this now versus, again, in 2024, how do you of the Big 12 go, man? Like, again, you're playing teams that you never get to play as conference teams. You're obviously not playing Oregon, USC, Washington, any of those programs anymore. Like, you hope that on the, the idea of bamboo and growth, with Kenny Dillingham and the football program, that we're talking about a team that at least got to bowl eligibility. So I'll ask you, 2024 version, did we get to bowl eligibility? Did the Sun Devils grow? Did they advance? Was Jaden Rashad the quarterback? Did he beat out Sam Leavitt at quarterback? Or was it maybe, uh, you know, it, it took a turn. Did Sam Leavitt end up being the starting quarterback? How did Elijah Badger and Cam Skadaboo look this season? Did the offensive line fit? Were there any freshman standouts? What about the guys from the transfer portal? Did we see LaTerrence Welch ball out coming over from LSU to ASU playing in the Big 12, right? What about Jaden Robinson? Javen Robinson, same thing, right? Did he ball out transferring over from Washington State to Arizona State? How did Ed Woods look this year, right? Xavier Guillory coming back from injury. Clayton Smith coming back. Prince Dorba coming back from injury. And then the other part, talking about ASU football when you look at 2024, right? At least for me. Now, I know there's fans out there that are probably different. And when a person transfers out of the program, you don't really care what they do anymore. I do. I'd love to know how the season went for Jalen Conyers at Texas Tech. Did Arizona State beat Texas Tech? Did that happen? That'd be cool as hell, man. That'd be cool as hell. What about Jordan Clark? How do you do at Notre Dame this past season? Right? Like, those are things that I feel like when it comes to a year from now, things that I want to know, obviously I'd love to know, you know, how the season went for ASU. Did they grow? Like I said earlier, are you a bowl eligible team? Do you see the advancement 
with Kenny Dillingham's offense? What about Brian Ward's defense? Now you're two seasons in. Did he earn that contract? That contract extension, does it look real good right now? Or does it look a little shaky? And I think, you know, when, when we're having this conversation, you're talking about Arizona State Athletics. And we could talk specifically about football. We'll talk about basketball. But, like, what about the athletic program in general? Who's the athletic director? Now, this might be a question that's answered here in the next few weeks. But now, in 2024, if we're watching this back a year from now, how does it look so far? Right? Is there a clear difference between whoever's the AD now versus Ray Anderson at, at athletic director? You hope so. You hope that we're not sitting here 365 days from now begging for the AD to be fired. That'd be pretty crazy. That'd be pretty unfortunate, too, if that's where you were at as an Arizona State fan. But again, from a football perspective, Donald brings it up, talking about the transfers, just in terms of the three that left this year, you respect the others straight trash. I don't know about all that, but we can agree to disagree on that one. Like, as it relates to BJ Green and Jordan Clark and Jalen Conyers, you certainly wonder how their seasons went in 2024. You really do wonder, did Arizona State make some noise in the Big 12 in 2024? Or was it reminiscent of 2023? Was it reminiscent of, a, of any of the Herm years, right? That's going to be the, the part that I think looking back on this 365 days from now, you're like, oh man, like <laughs> it, it's, it's going to be one of two things. It's going to be, we're looking back a year from now, talking about ASU football, coming off of a, a time right now where let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. December 26th, 2023. We're a little over a week removed from early signing period, right? Or about a week removed from early signing period. Arizona State had themselves a heck of a class in the full first recruiting cycle for Kenny Dillingham, Rashad Samples, BC, and some of those other guys, Right. There's excitement. There's hope. Now, could could there have been uh, more players? Absolutely. Could there have been some higher-level recruits? Absolutely. But Kenny Dillingham said it. You're really talking, you know, year two, year three, when when you're trying to get those relationships to trans, like, translate in AZ guys or high-level four-star, five-star guys committing to you, right? That's what we're talking about. But there's still hope. The transfer portal, ASU having more success, in my mind, adding players at key positions that you need. That's where you're at. You've got guys returning. You've got skill guys returning, key guys returning. Elijah Badger, as it stands right now. Cam Scadaboo. Jaden Rashada. you got some key guys on the offensive line. Bram Walden, Sean Na, defensively. Prince Dorba, Clayton Smith, Ed Woods. There's excitement. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you this is going to be an a eight-win football team. But boy, eligibility, you're in a real conversation. You're in a real conversation for that. Five win, six win team, that's where you're at. So that's the scene for 2023. So the 2024 version of us is either going to be like, man, they had no idea what we were going to accomplish in 2024. They had no idea that we were going to go around and kick the Big 12's ass. They had no idea that Kenny Dillingham was going to advance his program so far in just year two. Right, or that the defense looks as good as advertised, or that hey, maybe ASU didn't need a couple of the players that entered the portal and left. Or on the flip side of it, it could be damn, three and nine wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, <laughs> it's athletics, man. It's football. You never know what's gonna happen. 
Now, obviously, that is hopefully, I pray, I pray to the 2024 version that, man, that's not what you're going through or that's what you went through. I really hope that's not what you had to go through. There's those two, two options, and then there's you hit the nail on the head of, hey, we were bowl eligible. We were six wins. We had, you know, progress. That's, that's what I think you hope to see the most, right? And, and that's what I hope that, you know, all of us talking about this 365 days from now can discuss, can discuss the progress of the program, of the season, of the guys, of the development of some of those younger players, right? That we're not sitting here discussing a team that didn't do anything. I really hope that it's not a worse season, right, that you're talking about. Because not only from a fan perspective, but from my perspective. Sitting here talking, you don't want to talk about a losing team. You don't want to talk about a team that, you know, is incapable of finding ways to win down the stretch. Donald says, you know, he brings up a really important fact. We were five, ten plays away from having five, six wins last year. That's absolutely true. I absolutely believe that. But those five, six plays, those five to ten plays are in the DNA of a championship team. Those five to ten plays are in the genetic makeup of a team that finds ways to win football games late, right? That's the truth. That is absolutely the truth. Now, questions I got. I do got some questions for 2024 version that had to watch ASU football, right? Aside from Big 12 stuff, how'd the offensive line look? Was there anybody that stood out? At this point, again, 365 days from now, the portal will have reopened. Who left? Jaden Rashad is still here? How'd he look? Is EK declared for the league? Does he look like a first-round wideout? Does he look like a second-round wideout? What about Camp Scadaboo? Did he earn himself a, a spot in that conversation of an NFL draftee, whether that be a late-round or a mid-round pick? Those are all questions that I think need to be answered. And again, when, when we're reviewing this a year from now, I hope that those are all positive conversations, as I imagine you all hope for as well. But ASU football, not the only part of this, right? Not the only part that we're going to be looking back at here in 2024. We're going to be talking ASU basketball here in a second. But first, look, 360, 365 days from now, I'm still going to be going to Circle K every single day because that's just what I do. I went to Circle K literally on Christmas yesterday, got energy drinks. I went today getting an energy drink and a protein shake. I'm telling you. Circle K is officially a habitual thing that I take part in. And it's going to Circle K every single day, not only for the great deals, but because they help me save money on gas with their new free membership program called Inner Circle. You guys can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. And after that, you're going to save three cents per gallon every single day. Now, if that's not enough, you're going to get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and more. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Now, look, one thing that I do regret today, specifically walking into the office, is I made a conscious decision. When I pulled into the parking garage, I took off my sunglasses and I left them in my car and I forgot to bring them in so that I could wear them on the show. And if you don't know, a little weird for me because I wear my Shady Rays every single day. And nine times out of 10, I'm wearing them on the show, whether I'm indoors, lights on, lights off, before bed, it doesn't matter. I'm always wearing my Shady Rays to block out the haters, block out the sun because they're the best sunglasses around. And if you don't believe me, check them out. You could shop their entire collection at their brand new location, Carolyn Commons, a full stop shop. 
for all things Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back, and it is still the holiday season. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use that code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Donald in the chat, 365 days from now, I'll still be here with Totri and the PHNX fam. Appreciate you, Donald. LTC, yes, Donald. Sounds like LTC will be here as well. We definitely appreciate you guys. Again, hit that like button. Danielle, I'm curious for you. What's something, again, 365 days from now, we're, we're, we're recording this, we're putting it away. We'll take a look back at it a year from now. What's something that you're hopeful for, for Arizona State or the show or yourself in 2024? Well, for the show, I hope we get a second co-host. Yeah, that would be cool. So you don't have to do well, this Shane, all alone. Well, Shane should be back. Shane should be back. But but you having to do a, like ASU basketball game, it's tough. And I appreciate you doing it. So I hope you don't have to do that anymore. Uh, well, I'm I'm hopeful that that this this whole all of this 2023 all all of that it entails. I'm hopeful that it was worth it. <laughs> um. You know, to get to a to get to a certain spot in college sports, you got to go through a lot, and I'm hoping yeah. we get there. We yeah. have been through a lot. You're absolutely right. You you do gotta go through a lot, right, to to get on the other side of it. And you bring up a valid point of you know, what's the saying? Anything worth having is like hard to get, or something like that. Like nothing nothing comes easy. Nothing worth having comes easy. Um, and and I think specifically as it relates to sports, when it comes to Arizona State fans. When it comes to professional sports fans here in the Valley, right? Like specifically, let's remove ourselves from Arizona State and look at the Phoenix Suns as it stands right now. I know we're having a conversation in the office in terms of nothing worth having comes easy. Yes, you've seen in the past super teams go out, find ways to win. Well, it looks as it stands right now that this Phoenix Suns team is not a team that is going to be competing for an NBA championship. But the team that was homegrown did, right? They went through it. They went through the trials and tribulations. They went through the ups and downs. This team was constructed out of thin air, right? Outside of Devin Booker and, and Kevin Durant. Well, what trial? maybe this is the trials and tribulations they're going through, or maybe this is just a sign that it's not going to work out, right? Same thing with the Coyotes. Look at the Diamondbacks, everything that they had to go through to get to, you know, to, to play in the World Series this past season. Like, for Arizona State, same thing, right? Specifically looking at football, we talked about it. You went through Herm. You went through the first year of Dilly. And again, not saying that year one's on Dilly, but that's, that's the situation. Now, shifting that focus to Arizona State basketball, it's, it's a little bit more of a, of a challenging conversation to have because you talk about the trials and tribulations of the team. You talk about where this team is at right now, December 26, 2023, Losing multiple games, losing to TCU by 20, losing to Northwestern by 19, losing to San Diego by five. Now you're headed into conference play. Team doesn't look good. Team doesn't look like they practice together. Team looks like they all show up on game day and they all play one-on-one basketball. Hopefully that went better in 2024, but when we're having this conversation about 2024, we can't even bring up who's going to be the coach because right now we don't know, right? Contractually, Bobby Hurley's that guy. But as it stands now, is that the case going into the Big 12? What'd the AD do? What'd the new athletic director do? Did the new athletic director decide to move on from Bobby Hurley? 
and get somebody else? Did the new athletic director use a new basketball arena to potentially get that job? Do we know where we're at with DFA? How's non-conference been in the Big 12 so far? Who's on the team still? That's a big question. That's, that's the honesty. Aside from the coach and the athletic director, that's something that I'm so eager going back 365 days to, to look at of like who is on the roster. Because you expect Frankie Collins to be gone after this year. You expect Jemaya Neal to be gone after this year. Alonzo Gaffney, man, like, pfft, I ain't even going to say nothing. But like, who do you got? Everybody else will probably transfer out because that's where you're at with college basketball. If you got a new coach, none of these guys are loyal to that coach. They don't know him. So, like, now we're talking about the freshman. Braylon Green. Braylon Green, did he, how did he elevate throughout the rest of 2023 in non-conference in 2024? Is he still a Sun Devil? What about Akil Watson? He's still a Sun Devil? Because you look at the young players that have come to Arizona State over the last couple of years, basketball-wise, they're gone. They left. Duke Brennan. GCU, Austin Nunez, Ole Miss. Did Braylon Green transfer? Did Akil Watson transfer? Are we still talking about those two guys? Do those guys have, you know, future star level potential? Are they the face of Arizona State basketball right now through non-conference in the Big 12? Maybe. Is that good enough? Has it been good enough? Is Arizona State set up? Do they look like they're going to compete in the Big 12 this season? Or do they look like they're going to go get smacked around by Houston, Baylor, Arizona, and Colorado? Because God help me. I hope that is not the case that we're sitting at a year from now. I hope we're not watching this back again with the same conversation of football. Let's paint the picture. Paint the picture of ASU basketball. I'm going to do my best Picasso. Okay? You're sitting here on a Tuesday, a couple days away from Arizona State, kicking off conference play. Stanford and Cal, first two games. Team don't look great, man. Three-game losing streak. You got a bad loss. Two losses that you're just like, you didn't even show up to be competitive. Frankie Collins is doing his most. Adam Miller's only played two games so far this season because of the whole NCAA thing. Jemiah Neal hasn't looked like he's taken that step. Alonzo Gaffney looks like an offensive liability. The bench doesn't really have any scores. Jose Perez gets to the free throw line, but outside of that, does he do too much else? That's where you're at. That's where you're at. 2023. So 365 days from now, are we having... Which one of the three conversations are we talking about? Man, that was bad. Absolutely. But look how far we've come. Look where we're at in the Big 12. Look who we got now. Look who our coach is. We got an athletic director who focuses on basketball, and now we appear to be a real threat in that Big 12. We're excited for conference play. Or you having a conversation of, you know what? We're in kind of the same boat. You know, Bobby's the coach. Maybe the first year of the new coach isn't necessarily working out yet. You just don't see the rhythm. You don't see the consistency. And you might be a little scared heading to that Big 12 basketball conference. Or crossing your fingers. You're not having the conversation of, oh, my goodness. They were lucky. Last year, they got to watch Alonzo Gaffney and Frankie Collins. This year, who do we got? Right? That's obviously the worst part of that conversation that you don't want to be having a year from now. Of like, man, we're worse than last year's team. Which, oh my goodness, if they are worse than last year's team, that I'm gonna, I'm chat. I'm sorry. I love you guys. I'm talking to to future me, Anthony, bro. If you have to watch an Arizona State basketball team 
that is worse than this current team, bro, just go to Chipotle. Go to Chipotle. Hashtag free ad. Sorry, Max. Like, go get yourself some food. Go get yourself a Four Peaks brew. And just have a good time. Take, remove yourself from Arizona State basketball, bro. Just for just for like a week. You deserve it. You have earned that shit, man. If you have to watch a team worse than this, you've earned that shit. You've absolutely earned it, man. And same thing for everybody in the chat. If you have to experience a worse team in 2024, a team that doesn't look like they've got synergy or rhythm or an offense, Give yourself a hug. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Give yourself a hug if that's what you got to do. Because look, I I couldn't tell you. I'm more confident in what we're going to be talking about a year from now when it comes to football than I am basketball. Basketball, I feel like there's more questions now than ever. Right? Like I feel like you don't know who the coach is going to be based off where you're at now. Based off what you've seen in years past with the roster, you don't know who's going to be here. Hell, you don't know if you want any of the guys on the roster to be here. And I'm not trying to be too harsh, but that's the reality of the situation. It is. It really is. And that's a part where it's you have to walk the line as a fan. And I think in 2024, if we're having the conversation of, man, significantly worse, basketball and football, you're going to see the fandom drop tenfold from what it already is. Now, if you're talking about two teams that, you know, have elevated, have went above expectation, then I think you're going to start to see folks talk about Arizona State that didn't necessarily talk about Arizona State this season or aren't doing it this season, right? Like, that's that's just where you're at. And it's a weird situation. Again, that's the point of the time capsule, right? To just kind of like, it, it might be funny in 365 days to turn this on and see what's gone on since then. To be like, ah, yeah, ASU's a bowl team now. Let's go. We got our quarterback of the future. Class 2025, they just did their signing day, the early signing period. That's going to be exciting. Or for basketball, you're like, ooh, new coach, new AD, talks of a new arena, new players. Ooh, there's excitement. There's excitement. That's that's the fun part of this whole thing is you can kind of have you know, uh, not blind hope, but there's still an endless world of possibility when it comes to what can be accomplished 365 days from now as it relates to Arizona State athletics. Okay, that's the fun part. Donald in the chat, you can't sustain you can't sustain success at the level of turnover Bobby has. A change needs to be made. I agree. I absolutely agree. I think there does need to be you know uh, a little bit more of a discussion, and I think Bobby understands that he's on the hot seat with where the team's at right now. Uh, not to say that this is it. Not to say Bobby Hurley isn't a bad or isn't a good coach. I think he is a good coach. I just think there are little flaws in the game. There are flaws with the roster. There are flaws with the way Arizona State goes out and constructs their basketball team. And right now, it's it's a problem. It's an absolute problem that we talk about on the post game shows, seemingly night in and night out. And hopefully that is something that changes when we're having this conversation in 2024. Donald in the chat, super chat, 199 from Donald. New week, new fire, Bobby. Look, man, Donald. Donald's always starting these things, man. Donald is always th- trying to start trends here. PHNX Sun Devil Show in the chat. And that's that's what Donald's on. Donald's on. He's officially done with Bobby. 
I'm not officially done with Bobby yet. I think there is still, you know, a lot to be seen um, with the season and how they, you know, can potentially get it together. But they definitely need to get it together if Bobby's going to be the coach going into the Big 12. And I don't think that's something that really anybody can argue. Another thing that nobody can argue is the fact that in 2024, I hope we all made more money. And I hope we all did it on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Guys, they've still got an amazing offer for you. If you haven't signed up, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to tell you how you can take advantage of it. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that bet loses. Now, if the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Now, look, I was looking for a BetMGM parlay pick earlier today, and I think I found one, okay? And look, I don't normally bet on the NBA, but there's no NFL football going on right now. NFL-wise, I'm on a cold streak. So I figured, let's change it up. Let's change it up. Let's bet on the NBA. And I got a two-legger, two-leg parlay that I feel confident in. The odds aren't crazy, but sometimes you just need a dub. Sometimes you just need a dub, you know? So give me the Kings. Over the Trailblazers. Trailblazers, I think, have only won seven games this season. And give me the Jazz money line over the Spurs. And I know there's a lot of Jazz players hurt. They did beat the Pistons. Pistons suck. Now they're playing the Spurs. The Spurs suck almost as much as the Pistons. Okay? So you take Kings money line, parlay it with the Jazz money line. We're looking at plus odds. We're talking at plus money here. Plus 108. I take it. I'll take it for what feels like a free dub. That is my parlay pick this week. Again, guys, sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager. Do BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Now, one thing I am hopeful for in 2024, looking back 365 days, is I've got a lot of exciting stuff planned, right? I, I got a bunch of different places I'm going. I'm going to San Antonio um, in January to see Drake. I'm going to San Diego for a concert. I'm going to, I'm going to Quebec City for a concert in game time. Help me get tickets for every single one of those events. Seriously, I use game time for all three of those concerts that I've already planned out throughout 2024. Guys, if you're looking to go to shows, uh, whether that be concerts, comedy shows, sporting events, they have it all at game time. And it really is the best ticketing app out there. And it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. If you don't take my word for it, check it out for yourself. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use that code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Glenn in the chat, Jack Jones, INT plus Ayuk touchdown plus white TD parlay next Sunday. He might be onto something, man. Jack Jones, the, the Las Vegas Raiders defensive back, man. I almost said Oakland Raiders aging myself there. Jeez. Uh, Brandon Ayuk touchdown um, and Rashad White touchdown. 
I might be here for that, man. Rashad's look good. Rashad's look good over the last couple of weeks. I, I'm really happy with his development as a running back over in Tampa. And it's with a team that you don't really expect to do anything. But let's be real. Tampa might be a playoff team. Tampa might sneak into the playoffs and they might win that division. And also, look, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds of the NFL right now. Is that the worst division of all time? Is that is the NFC South the worst division of all time? We're Last talking year's about, NFC South might, might have been worse. It's bad every year. You have the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers. Who's the other team? And the Bucks. Those are the those are the the four teams. Now, in years like a long time ago, when we're talking Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Drew Brees, and the Bucks, who the, Mike Glennon was like the Bucks quarterback, Jameis, right? That was fun. They suck now. All four of those teams are atrocious. One of them is going to host a playoff game. One of those teams is going to host a playoff game, and I hope it's the Bucks because of Rashad White. I hope an ASU Sun Devil gets to play in the playoffs outside of. Obviously, Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Wildcat feels in the chat. Being a Wildcat fan in here probably won't bode well, but having two solid teams competing in our state only helps the both of us. I hope we can soon return to awesome games here in the desert. That's the guy right That's there. That's the guy right there. Hey, man, look. There are Wildcat trolls that come in here all the time trying to talk mess. That's the way to look at it, right? And, and somebody said I, it might have been... I don't know if it was Craig or, or somebody has said it on this show. Maybe it was Saul. Of like, you don't want ASU to be, you, you don't want the 70 to 7 games, right? You don't want those teams that are just, they're kicking the shit out of their rival. You want to be at the peak of college athletics. You want to be Duke versus Kentucky. You want to be Ohio State versus Michigan. You want to be, USC versus Notre Dame. You want those rivalries. You want that national attention. And the only way you get that is if both those teams are competent. If both those teams are capable of going in and winning any given Saturday, or if it comes to basketball, any given Wednesday or Saturday, right? Like that's just, that's how you get good athletics. That's how you get good rivalries. That's how you end up getting better players, okay? So Wildcat Fields, look, man, you're, any Wildcat fan is welcome here to have to be a part of this conversation. Obviously, look, y'all number one or number two in the country, whatever you're at in basketball right now, the football team's on the up and up. Take your victory lap. We get it. But, you know, that, that, that I feel like from a rivalry perspective is the attitude to have toward the Territorial Cup. Now, I know Donald's going to come in here in a second and say something. I just know Donald is. Um, but that, that, that's where we're at. And ironically enough, it's perfect timing because – 365 days from now, we're going to be through non-conference play of ASU in the Big 12 in that basketball season. So I'm curious. We'll look back a year from now, and we're going to talk about this current edition of the Pac-12 Power Rankings. Let's go ahead, take a look at what we've got for this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. Not much has changed at the top. You've got the Arizona Wildcats, and let's be real, man. The Arizona Wildcats, as it relates to college basketball— and as it relates to what they're going to be doing in conference play, I don't imagine much is going to change. They're 9-2 and two on the season. Now, look, I'll be real. Their two losses, they've lost two of their last three. They had a nice win over Wisconsin. They had the L against Purdue. They beat Alabama. And then they lost to FAU, which was a number 14 team. They lost 96-95. to 95. 
I still think the Arizona Wildcats are the team to beat in the conference, and I think it's by a mile. Now, I do have Colorado at number two. They're also 9-2 and two on the season. They're on a four-game win streak as it stands right now, and they are a team that I fully expect to make some noise when we get to conference play, right? You look at their last three, their last four games, four-game winning streak. They beat a bad Pepperdine team. They had a dominant win over a ranked Miami team. Then they beat Northern Colorado. They beat Utah Tech. They've got Washington here in a couple days, and then Washington State, two teams in the pack that are on win streaks. So I'm curious to see how they compete with those squads. Now you look at Utah at number three. Like I said, I've got Washington State at number four. Washington State, again, they've won nine games thus far through non-conference play. Their losses have come to Santa Clara uh, in Mississippi State. Two two games that you you know would probably like to go out there and win, but when it comes to Washington State, Washington, again, as Pac-12 teams, you never really expect those programs specifically to go undefeated in non-conference play. But again, They've beaten Boise State. That was their most recent game, beaten Grambling, UC Riverside. They took care of business against bad teams, which is what good teams, at the very least, are capable of doing. Now, you've got Oregon State at five. Oregon State is an interesting team just because they were projected to be much worse, but they're on a five-game winning streak, undefeated at home, eight and three on the season. I am really curious to see how Oregon State plays themselves into potentially a top-four seed in the Pac-12 tournament as we inch closer to that through conference play. I've got Oregon at six. This is a program that you probably will never see fall below six when it comes to these Pac-12 power rankings, just because, again, they're eight and three on the season. They've had a little bit of a rocky non-conference. They went through a period where they lost to Syracuse by 20 points, rough. They lost a, a ranked Alabama team by eight. Then they lost to Santa Clara as well. They don't really have any dominant wins, but you expect teams like Oregon to take care of business against some of those really, really bad teams. I've got Washington at seven. This is another unique team. They're on a four-game win streak, eight and three uh, to start the season. It was a little bit more of a a rough entry into non-conference play. They had won their first two. Then after that, they lost two of three, two to San Diego State, and then, or they lost one to San Diego State, one to Nevada. Uh, But really since then, They've been on a heater. They've got a big win over at the time, number seven Gonzaga, 78 to 73. They went on to beat Seattle uh, and then beat Eastern Washington as well. So really just beating up on all the schools in the PNW. Uh, But look, I think Washington is going to be an interesting program to follow as the season goes on. USC at number eight. Look, I beat on the LA schools at all times because they should do better than what they currently are. In USC, as it stands right now, six and five, three and two at home, um, and, and they just haven't played well. They have not played well, but they haven't played as bad as UCLA in my mind. That's why we got Mick Cronin on the graphic here. Who, if you don't know, I dislike Mick Cronin and his bald ass head. He's just a mean dude. There are coaches that yell at players, and then there's Mick Cronin who is just like a dick, uh, and, and that's just the truth. And I think he's got little man syndrome, uh, and he's just in my personal opinion, not somebody that if I had a kid that I would want to go play for a guy like Mick Cronin. Uh, he's just, eh, he's just, that's where I'm at with Mick Cronin. Uh, and UCLA, too, they're five and six right now on the season. They've lost four in a row. Lost to Villanova, lost to Ohio State, lost to CSU Northridge, and lost to Maryland. But let's look at that CSU Northridge game for a second. Cal State beat UCLA 76-72. to UCLA had 19 turnovers. 19 turnovers. 
This is not a basketball team right now in the Bruins that really functions the way that UCLA teams in the past have. It might be a rough conference play for UCLA and Mick Cronin, but maybe not as rough as it's going to be for Arizona State. Arizona State, number 10 in this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. They actually have the second longest losing streak in the conference right now outside of UCLA. UCLA has lost four in a row. Arizona State has lost three. And look, this is a team that there definitely is talent. They have to find a way to get it together. Otherwise, I promise you this will be the worst team in the conference. Because if they continue to play offensively the way that they are, they are going to get ran through by Arizona, Colorado, Utah, really everybody above them. So they need to figure it out offensively. Or again, there's going to be, you know, people are going to have to answer for it at the end of the year. Stanford at 11. Nothing changes at the bottom with the Cow Bears. They are 4-7. and seven. They have their most recent game. They beat UC San Diego. But let's be real. It, it's going to be a rough, rough game for Cal here in about three days because they take on the Arizona Wildcats. Uh, and I would say that the Arizona Wildcats, they're beating by at least 30. They, they should beat them by 30. But head to the comments. Let us know what you think of this week's edition of the Pac-12 Power Rankings. Guys, hit the comments. Let me know as it stands right now if there's anything else that you want to tell yourself a year from now. Okay, 365 days from now, what is Glenn... What is LTC? What is Donna? What is Wildcat Fields? What do they want to say to themselves? What do they hope they accomplish in 2024? While you figure that out, I'm going to tell you guys about Wink. I'm going to tell you about an experience that I had this past weekend at a holiday party. And this is the truth, okay? Now, I'm somebody, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not a giant drinker, okay? I'm not somebody that wants to always be drinking. But I do love THC. I'll tell you that much. So knowing that I'm going to this holiday party, I ended up grabbing a countdown from one of the countdowns we have in the office. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just take this with me. I'll Uber over there. I'll Uber back home. And I can just sip on this from time to time. And I'll be straight, right? I don't have to be super, super bloated from drinking a bunch of alcohol. I'm not going to feel like trash the next day because, look, let's be real. You drink too much alcohol. That's what's going to happen. So I brought the countdown and I'm going around this Christmas party. And everyone's like, what is that? Right? What are you drinking? I'm like, dude, it's like this cool, it's THC in a can, right? Tastes great. You can have like one, two sips. And like, if you don't usually smoke or take edibles or whatever, you'll be good. Like give it like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and you'll be feeling great. And like, where can I get these? Where, how can I try them? Like, and they're like, oh, what if the countdowns are too much? I'm like, dude, check out Wink. They're like the little five milligram ones. Like that's perfect. Great flavor. Just enough THC to take the edge off. It really is perfect. It was the hit of the holiday party, to be totally honest with you. And if you don't know about Wink, if you don't know about Countdown, Wink specifically, there's seltzers available online for customers to buy direct to their doorsteps at drinkwink.com. The product is THC and CBD in each can. Comes in two and a half milligram cans and now five milligram cans, zero sugar, zero calories, and come in a variety of flavors, mango, lime, and black cherry. Buy them online in 12, 24, in variety packs right now. Use that promo code PHNX for an additional 50% off your total Order Glenn in the chat chuckled at, but I do like THC, and I'll tell you that much. Great way to start a story. Look, man, it's the truth. It's the truth. Right, Danielle? Like, there are times where you're just like, I don't really want to drink right now. Like, I don't want to drink, but, like, I still want to, like, have fun at the party, so I'll just, well, THC gets the job done. Yeah, and I saw you coming to the office, right? What, 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 what's he doing? Yeah. Like, I thought we were off today. And yep. then, yeah. Came into the yeah. office, snagged some, some. This is, this is a true story. Yeah, it's a very true story. And I had a blast. I had a blast at the holiday party. And I was actually shitting on Halloween for a second. That was I, I got 
I, I was drinking a lot of the countdown. I was drinking a lot of the countdown and <laughs> started talking about holidays and Halloween and all that fun stuff. But before we get out of here, let me tell you about our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union, the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University. And they're not new to this game, guys. They've actually been running it for quite some time now. For more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. If you're an Arizona sports fan, there's no better place to do your banking than Desert Financial Credit Union. It's the only place you can show your team spirit every time you make a purchase with exclusive debit cards branded with your favorite teams. Bring the boom and get fired up with the Arizona State University Visa debit card. Now is the time to show your ASU team spirit. Open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. LTC in the chat. I'll look back at 2023 and think, when someone gives you compliment, it's not always a good one. Thanks, Dad. Oh, no. Oh, no, LTC. That's tough, man. That's absolutely tough. But look, one thing that I can appreciate 365 days from now, again, is everybody in the chat, everybody on audio that continues to listen. We really, really do genuinely appreciate you. If you've got some Arizona State friends, if you're a part of an Arizona State community, share the show, share the, the social accounts, share it all. Um, really just trying to make this 2024 a great year for ASU Sun Devil fans and Sun Devil Nation. If you enjoy the content, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow DJ Danielle at Abrica Danielle. And guys, we are going to be right back here Wednesday at 1230 talking all things Arizona State, talking all things college football because we've got some interesting bowl games. Definitely show back up here Wednesday, 1230. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, it it's going to be a good one. And to the 2024 version of myself, Anthony, again, wishing you the absolute best, man. Still, go Devils, and peace.